Hey, Bob, do you remember that first e-commerce business we started back in 1995? Which one? I was thinking about that catalog I created in Microsoft Publisher to sell the handmade chess sets you found on your trip to Siberia. Yes, buychess.com. It was amazing when that ski lodge in Vancouver bought one sight unseen for $10,000. We knew at that moment e-commerce was going to be something. Remember, pretty soon we had to switch programs. What was that? Front page. That's what we started using to take orders. <laughs> That's right. And we'd have to email the orders back to our fulfillment shop. Your dad in his garage in upstate New York. Wow, that's been a long time ago. And a lot of technology ago. It was kind of crazy what we were doing back then. Yeah, but you know, we've learned a lot over the years on the most efficient ways to build and improve websites that sell stuff. Well, it's time for us to share that experience with others. That's why we're launching our podcast, Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. You know, I'm really excited about this. We're going to cover topics that include things like how to choose a platform, or if you've got a platform, how to improve what you already have. We will drop weekly episodes covering different aspects of maintaining and growing an e-commerce website. Find and subscribe to Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane on your favorite podcast app. Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. This is where we talk about e-commerce development, solutions, digital marketing, and all things e-commerce. Be sure to check out the description below to find additional resource links and show notes. Please like and subscribe to our channel. In this episode of Shaping E-Commerce with Ironplane, CEO Robert Giovannini shares his own journey when naming his company and offers key insights on the creative process while staying true to your core set of values. Hi, I'm Robert Giovannini, the CEO and co-founder of Ironplane. Welcome to another in our series uh, at Shaping E-Commerce with Ironplane. Today, we're going to talk about how you name your company, or should you even care about it? And, and to be honest, for many, many years, it was something that I never put much thought into or cared much about. I didn't see the value in it. Uh, in fact, most of the companies I've ever owned were some combination of slapping initials and then the type of business after it. So, you know, RNG trading, I think we had RSC trading at one point, MND media, you get the idea. And I didn't think very much about it. And it wasn't until about five years ago when I realized that as Iron Plane, which is now called, was growing, it started to stand for something. We we were starting to develop a real core set of values, uh, which put a link down below. We put those up on our website. Uh, we started to grow in terms of the people we worked with and whether it was vendors and partners uh, and our internal staff. And it got to the point where I realized that with all this expertise and these values we stood by, our name didn't convey any of this. And I remember I was on a call at some point and somebody saying, well, what's your name? What's the name of your company? And I'm not gonna say I was embarrassed to say the name, but after all this enthusiasm I had in this call to then give this name that meant nothing, it just almost felt like a letdown. And, and it dawned on me, I was like, we need something. We need we need a, a name that we can act, that actually conveys a little bit more about who we are as a company. And 
you know, I, I got on Google, how do you name a company? And I'd seen all the, the recommendations. It should be really short one word. It should be abstract. It should be long and tell exactly what you do. It should work well as a logo. And, and it was clear that uh, y- y- this was not going to work for what I wanted to accomplish. And I was talking to uh, a partner at the time. And I remember he said to me, he goes, well, what are you passionate about? Why don't you start there? Go even outside the company, the things that that really bring you joy or that you can dig into, and maybe that passion would translate into uh, something that resonates with you. And so at the time, my biggest hobby was woodworking. And so in this exercise, in my search for a company name, I went down to my shop and I just started looking around, looking around at all the tools that, you know, I was trying to think, was there anything that embodied the philosophy of Iron Plane? And what the team we were building also meant to me and and the kind of work we were doing. And my my eyes landed on the hand plane. Now, it might be ironic, it might seem ironic that the business name of a technology company is named after a tool that has been around for literally thousands of years. Um, But I'll tell you, when I started to build my wood shop, like every new woodworker, I wanted I wanted every power tool I could get my hands on, and and honestly, I, I was only limiting myself by what could fit through the the door down to the basement, and and I had some of the heaviest, most powerful equipment down there, a lot of fun, and you know they would just get louder and bigger over the over the years as I was building up the wood shop, and I was, but I remember at one point I was down there and. I was building a piece of furniture I was particularly proud of. And, and this joint, I, I don't know how much time I spent on it to bring it together just right. And I could see that it was just a bit off. And, and I, I'm telling you, I'm not sure that anybody else would have noticed it. But for me, it just wasn't quite there. And I wanted to bring it together. And so I was looking around and nothing I looked at was going to be just right. I was worried. I mean, they put a big power tool on it. It was going to possibly wreck it. And I had days and weeks into this project already. And and the idea of that I could ruin it and ruin the aesthetic with the wrong, with the wrong tool, it it bothered me. And so I remembered what I'd heard from the, the wood whisperer. Uh, This is a podcast and and site you can find by Mark Spagnolo. And, uh, and he had been talking about, the idea of creating a hybrid wood shop. He had been talking about the idea of creating a hybrid shop where you marry traditional old school tools with, with modern power tools. And I realized at that moment what I needed. And coincidentally, what I needed was provided by an amazing company, Lee Nielsen, which is located just about an hour and a half here. And Lee Nielsen makes some of the finest hand planes you can find. And so, of course, this this is where, you know, I I had now an excuse to go to Lee Nielsen on a Saturday morning. And when you walk in there, it's like a candy store for woodworkers. I mean, it's, it's just beauty on the shelves. And, and as I pulled down a hand plane, I was holding in my hands, I realized, oh, oh, I get it now. I mean, it just fit and it was so finely tuned that I knew instinctively that it was going to be the right tool for the job. And so, well, I walked out of there with a few hand planes because I mean, I drove an hour and a half up there and, and I felt that, you know, I shouldn't waste that effort. And, 
And I got home and I went down to the shop and it needed a little bit of tuning, a little bit of honing, but honestly, right, right out of the box, it was sharp. It was ready to go. I took it to the, to the project, to the joint. And I remember as I, as I ran it across there, how little effort it took and it just did the job it was designed for. I mean, the beautiful thing is that I didn't have to wear uh, hearing protection, nothing on my nose. Uh, I could listen to the music. And when I was done, the joint came together flawlessly. I loved it. And, and it was clear that that this tool and, and, and all of its uh, related tools in the hand plane line uh, we're going to be a staple of my shop going forward. So as I reflected a couple of years later down in that shop and looking around at the various tools, the hand plane stood out to me because I, I thought to myself, wow, here's something that has been reliable. It does the job it's meant to do, uh, and it does it perfectly well. And and there's no gimmicks. There's no extra bells and whistles. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a it's a either piece of metal or a piece of wood and, and a honed edge uh, that you slide across a piece of wood to take off shavings. And sometimes you take off more, sometimes you take off less, but you, you, you're able to shape it the way you want to. So, so you can see how, as I, as I started to think about that particular tool, that's a lot of the values and the way we approach the work here at Iron Plane. And so, I love that concept. And I took it and, and we, we rebranded the company, uh, calling it Iron Plane. And, uh, and ever since then, I've, I just have been proud to, to, when somebody says, what's the name of your company? I love saying it and I love explaining why. So I would encourage you to, if, you, if you're talking about naming a product or a, a business or a new line of something, you know, Allow yourself to get dive in a little bit on your passions and think about really what it is that that product or that business or that line means to you or means to the person who's going to use it. And does that resonate somehow? And, and I think you'll find it a lot easier to build your messaging around that than something that is abstract as RMG Trading Company. Anyway. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you know where to reach us. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you can certainly subscribe. Well, we encourage you to like and subscribe here. That that helps us out tremendously. And uh, and certainly if you have any questions about e-commerce, uh, website development, find us at ironplane.com. We'd be happy to talk to you. Thanks. For more insights on how to improve your e-commerce website and for a free consultation, visit ironplane.com. Follow us on social media and like and subscribe below.